1: Good afternoon from the frozen tundra of Northwest Arkansas and the frozen tundra of Central Arkansas. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Rick Schaefer standing by in the tundra of Northwest Arkansas. I'm from the capital city. My name is Randy Rainwater. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Yeah, Randy, we did get a little snow early today, but
2: it's all melted now, and so it's not like we're the frozen tundra. This in Green Bay or anything. Are you frozen down
1: there? No. But it did actually it did actually snow. Oh, you got some too. And there is some actual accumulation, but
2: mm.
1: you know, for for those of us that usually uh, in central Arkansas, in particular, when we get snow, sometimes even by the afternoon, the sun pops out and it feels like it's about 85 degrees and everything melts away rather quickly. <laughs> yeah, uh, if it does make it overnight, then the same thing. Sun comes out, same thing by noon at the very latest. You can't even, unless it's in the shade, you have a difficult time, uh, even telling that it did snow, yeah. but um. And there was a rain that came through, riding behind the snow, and has made the roads. And I'm sure there are some that are impassable, but as a whole, I would think most of central Arkansas people are able to get around and uh, uh, take part in the normal life without having to worry. <coughs> Pardon me about the uh, the icy conditions, but. It sure was fun to look at for a while. That, that is one of the beauties of snow. It is, uh, to me, I'm speaking only for myself, I love watching the snow fall, and uh, that was the same today. But uh, I'm guessing by 11, 1130, the snow had stopped. There was, at least where I lived, there was a brief period where... Um, it didn't do anything and then within it seemed like minutes Kerry was uh pulled up the weather channel radar and you could see it coming to Little Rock there was a band of showers coming from the south and west and um it pretty well as i said at least cleaned the roads off and there's still some patches you can see there's still a little bit of snow uh, that you can see on the side the roads are in yards but yeah for a while we were the frozen tundra of central arkansas well it doesn't it also does not have to
2: be frozen
1: to uh
2: snow so uh, again for here the temperature never got below 32 again you're right it was beautiful this morning about seven o'clock coming down you know that fayetteville and springdale schools actually canceled today I was surprised by that, but because but the streets for a while were pretty bad, but only briefly. And anyway, uh, it's all melted now, and we can go on to. So for anybody that's coming to the Arkansas Auburn game who has tickets, no issues. It's an early game, It's a one o'clock game. No problems getting here. No problems getting out. You just hope it's a fun time while they're here for Arkansas fans.
1: Yeah. Uh, wait, are you talking about for Auburn? Or are you talking about? Yeah. Just for Arkansas Arkansas, fans. okay.
2: Yeah. Those who are driving up here from other parts of the state, want them to have a good time
1: while they're here. Well, the weather, I, I, I have not looked enough forward to know what tomorrow holds, but...
2: Tomorrow's fine.
1: If, uh, well, I'm not talking about from inclement weather, I'm just talking about the oh, temperatures.
2: Okay. Yeah, low 40s. Because if, if
1: it is like anything, times past, as I said, the next day you can't tell, usually by mid afternoon that it hadn't even uh hadn't even rain oh, it snowed so there's plenty of time for that to to still melt off. Okay. Uh are you aware that there has been the <clears throat> high school all American game that goes on down in San Antonio. I think that's where this is uh, uh where it's played each and every year. And they've done this the last couple of years. It is the Armor All-American Game. Let me correct that. Under Armour All-American Game, Orlando, Florida. So let me correct that. Um, and what they do is they interview the players, uh, but they don't give their names. They don't give where they're from. They don't say whether or not they were a four-star or they were a five-star. But... Uh, But they ask the kids some rather, these are high school kids, no? High school seniors. So they ask them some very hmm, interesting, would be an understatement. But um, particularly questions that are pertinent right now to what's going on uh, in regards to NIL and all this other stuff, not the transfer portal. Obviously, they haven't gotten to that point yet. Um, But here was the question, Rick. Did you sign with the school that offered you the best NIL deal? If not, how much did you leave on the table to sign with where you ultimately decided to go? Uh, Answer The first answer, it wasn't a big difference for me in terms of the total package. All the schools offer me about three hundred to 400000 per year with the ability to earn more. Wow. Another answer. I left some money on the table, about $50,000, but I signed with my dream school. Another answer. The dollar figures were so similar, so NIO wasn't a big priority to me. I'm worried... About the big bucks later. My relationship with the coaches, watching them practice, and seeing it was really the biggest factor. Another answer. I had another school offer me the same NIL deal in total. But with the signing bonus. The signing bonus would have been basically a really nice car. Mm. The NIL deals like a NFL rookie contract. Had an agent handle it all for me. As soon as the NIL came out, my dad was like, quote, you need to get an agent. When schools call, they have the position coach, the head coach, now this is the part that, well, there's a lot of, that galls me, but this one galls me. (laughs) And the money man from the collective call you. The money man.
2: The money man.
1: The last guy is the one who talks about NIL with the agent. Wow. Oh gosh. Doesn't that make you sick? Makes me sick. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now I realize most of if not all of these are probably in the four star. Certainly. Maybe there was, well there are only like 30 35 and football. That's what Trey said. Five yeah, star, five star. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it went like there was an abundance. I mean, you could have had maybe as 10, let's say 10. Maybe, maybe, I don't know what number that would attend this game in Orlando. But the way this sounds, just going back to the very first response, it wasn't a big difference for me in terms of the total package all the schools offered about 300 to 400,000 per year with the ability to earn more amazing amazing
2: you know and i guess we can all ask where's the money come from i guess it doesn't make any difference somebody, wanted, no, somebody wants to no. give to that it's somebody wants to give to that it's their prerogative i have never been in a position where I could give large sums of money to anything. If I did have large sums of money, I would give them to uh, nonprofits, certainly the church first, and then nonprofits because they do great work uh, in the community. I think that's, I find that more important than who your quarterback is. But that's me, and there are people, I've never had to spend a lot of money for tickets because I was always working the events. Uh, I've spent money for tickets to non-Razorback things, but um, not season tickets or anything like that. So I'm not in a position where I'd say, you know what, I am I am so wanting my team to win that I'm I'm going to give this much money, which would probably be more than I make in a year, uh, to make that happen. But there are people out there that can do it. And if they choose to, that's up to them. And if they can make the collective, like The Edge, if they can make it where it's tax deductible to do it, that makes it even better,
1: I guess. For those I, who have that you kind know, of
2: money,
1: we knew this was going on in times past. Yeah. Maybe just not at this level.
2: Not at this level. And
1: certainly as widespread. Right. You may have had the Albert Means, you may have had that whatever it was, five-star quarterback or five-star running back or five-star defensive lineman, whatever it was. Whatever it took to get Eric Dickerson to SMU. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Right. And But this, I mean, if you're a, uh, probably it doesn't matter what state that you're from, uh, how big of a school that you play for in high school, if you're a coveted recruit, And there's competition. Now you're going to find all kinds of opportunities through the NIL. Now, it doesn't say when these kids get the money. It doesn't say, did they get it now? Now, that young man that was talking about the signing bonus, he's probably saying, you better give me the car before we go any further, okay? (laughs) I got to have the wheels.
2: I'm gonna drive it home. <laughs> you don't have to fly me home for the visit. I'm gonna drive yeah, it
1: home, right? Yeah. Let's go to the Mercedes yeah. dealership and let's get it taken care of right the now. Mercedes dealership. Oh I that gosh. went in the story. I'm i I'm throwing that in he there for fun. That up, huh? Okay. Yeah. All right. Here is one other question and I won't belabor this one, but I will just enough to get the gist. We heard recruits could make money just for taking an unofficial Visit to a school.
2: That really is sad. How many
1: times did you take unofficial visits just to collect some cash? And part of them, part of the answers, maybe upwards to half the answers. Uh, here's one I never accepted any cash. Uh, I don't know anybody who did that. I don't know what you're talking about. This answer, I did it a couple times. It was less than a thousand dollars each time. Less than a thousand dollars each time. I wouldn't mind just showing up for a thousand bucks. No, it's less than probably nine hundred and fifty. Oh yeah, right. Um, he said uh, another answer. I didn't know you could do that for real. I wish I would have. I'd have been collecting. Oh my gosh, I didn't have that. I wish. Um. That I heard people were getting paid, but I really haven't heard of anybody or know of anybody uh, that has. So that was just a couple of the answers that was tossed out there. So anyway, sounds like that's another issue that uh, I don't know how you can plug the holes. I don't know how you can stop this. I mean, it's I don't these, these are not even handshakes anymore.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, you're talking about four and five star players, some of whom will definitely be NFL players, some of whom will be good college players and not NFL players, and some of whom will never be as good as you think they're going to be. Exactly. So that, that's the risk is for the school. I mean, what if you, what if you make an agreement that, okay, we're going to give you $250,000, but I want to make sure I, I want it in writing. That's for four years. And what if you turn out to be not so good? They still have to pay you that? At least in the pros, they can cut you. But who, who knows? This is just, uh, again, it's uncharted territory. Marcus Elliott argued for years that players should share in some of all this wealth. And I don't
1: think he was talking at this level. No, he wasn't.
2: And uh, we debated that and argued it. and People said he was stupid. And, and but now, the point. Yeah, I, I think Marcus is thinking, hey, if you give these guys ten thousand dollars a year, exactly. But I don't think he ever foresaw this kind of money. And not everybody gets it. That's the other thing is you have to remember these guys in the transfer portal, or if you're a four or five star, you may be getting this. But there are there's eighty five guys on scholarship. Now at Utah, they gave them all a pickup truck, every one of them. I don't know if they got any cash with that or if they just got the truck to drive for a year. And that was a local dealer did that. I don't know where he came up with 85. Uh, I think there were Rams. I don't know where he came up with it. Maybe it's
1: multiple it. dealerships. Yeah, it could have
2: been. But anyway, uh, that, that was a, a good deal. But for the most part, on these football teams with 85 scholarship players, you're talking about 5 to 10 at the most getting a lot. And the others maybe getting something, but it's... Yes, you know, so it's not anywhere near what these dollars we're talking about now. They're not getting a hundred thousand dollars, or fifty thousand dollars, or forty thousand dollars. I know the year before last, which would be the twenty-two twenty-three year, not the twenty-three twenty-four year. The average athlete at the University of Arkansas, the average was around five thousand. That may have jumped some, and now that. Doesn't at that point KJ wouldn't get what he was getting last year, so I don't know if there was anybody making six figures. I think the guys making six figures, Jalen Williams, if he was still here, there was a the guys that do these um, commercials for the hospital. Mm-hmm. That's I'm told those are six figure deals. Hmm. So you may get one or two or three of those people a year. And then that's what I'm told. So if you work for the hospital, don't call me and say, you know, that's right or wrong. That's just what I've been led to believe. If I'm wrong, call me and tell me. But uh, Or call us and tell us. But those were the only guys that I knew at that point were in that range. Last year, obviously, that changed for football. But um, at any rate, I think it probably has jumped. I'm sure the average is up. But I'm guessing there are a whole lot of people... Athletes in other sports than football, than football, and even some
1: football players, who aren't realizing even five figures. I'm wondering if you could put a timeline on this, from when the collectives really became into play, compared to, as you say, maybe a couple of years ago when it was in its infant stages. You know, if you get again, we used to laugh about uh, the barbecue deal that the offensive lineman had in Northwest Arkansas uh, from the University of Arkansas. Yeah, Wrights barbecue. Yeah, Wrights barbecue. They may have had you know a feast or two uh, where they went in, they could eat all they could eat, and yeah. uh, Wrights almost went bankrupt over that. But anyway, uh, bottom line, that we we may have laughed about it a little bit, but it seemed to be nothing that was uh extraordinary it seemed more not necessarily in line because you're right uh, there were some that were probably making uh maybe ten thousand here, ten thousand there, whatever it may be five thousand here five thousand there but there was no such thing as the hundred thousand up type of deals that we were aware of unless even back then for you know you talked about the hospital that may have been paying you know for the endorsements for the television commercials. Um I I doubt that probably changed over the last couple of years. They may have started paying off or paying who knows what amount and then it just kept on climbing as as all the other NIL packages were being uh consummated. So you know, it'd be interesting if you could if you really could put your finger on um, when the collectives really became a factor. And now the University of Arkansas is trying to work around that to a degree uh, with the uh, EDGE program. Yeah. And they're trying to make it fair for all of the student-athletes with not one group or one individual benefiting right. the greatest, what right. it seems like anyway. Yeah, right. But to get the star players, they're still going to have to... They're going to have to dig in the, the pocket.
3: The yep. That's correct.
1: they're going right. to still dig in the pocket. Let's talk to Johnny. Johnny, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports.
3: Good afternoon. I hope you can hear me well. I'm um one thing I thought about, I saw Caleb Williams where he lived in Los Angeles, I it got me to thinking, what's the big disruptor of team chemistry often? Uh girlfriends, female relationships, stuff like that. I wonder how much these um Um, endorsements and all these are going to disrupt team chemistry also in the things you don't hear about because there's a big iceberg with this guy what we see versus what we don't see versus what some people may have, what other people don't have and how it can disrupt uh, relationships between the players too
2: well, now, in light of what you opened your comments with, and never told us where Kalen Williams is living, was he living in a sorority house?
3: No, well, it was like it was like an apartment, like I would have seen in six in the city. Uh, in is is that the same
1: place that who was it a couple of years ago? The quarterback, the running back for USC. I mean, they were staying. Was it Leinert, Matt Leinert? I can't remember who it was, but they were staying. Oh, this would have
3: cost yeah. uh, thousands yeah. so, of dollars a month yeah. in rent. Yeah, yeah, rent. yeah. and for, it wasn't it yeah, on for campus. For someone like me who's pumped and paid off since 2016, it would be something I would never want to try to pay for.
2: Yeah, well... Uh, did that cause dissension? I don't know. They won seven games this year as opposed to winning a lot more than that last year. It, it's, it's hard to tell. We're not out there, possibly.
3: Well, 23 is more than what Louis Pasture worked on. Yes, definitely.
1: Thank you, Johnny. Good to hear from you. you again. Drive time sports will continue.
0: Coach Matt Zimmerman joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports each week to talk all things college hoops courtesy of the DHR Group of Sonic Drive-ins.
4: Ring in the new year as live racing continues at Oaklawn. First Post Daily at 12:30 p.m. I'm Nancy Holtz and I can't think of a better way to celebrate 2024 than the Oaklawn way. You can now wager at bet.oaklawn.com. Don't miss out on the giant birthday bash. Help us celebrate all thoroughbreds on January 1st as we wish them a happy birthday. Also on New Year's Day, three-year-olds take their first steps toward the Kentucky Derby in the Smarty Jones. Want free pass performances and earn points for cash back for every dollar wagered? You got it with com. New members can earn up to a $150 sign-up bonus by using promo code BUZZ24 iPhone and iPad users search for our app and download from the App Store. Android users, go to com and save us to your home screen. I'll see you in the winner's circle.
2: The board-certified, fellowship-trained physicians at Martin Orthopedics provide complete care for students, adults, and athletes. At Martin Orthopedics, the surgeons and staff pay exceptional attention
5: to every patient's needs. When you go to Martin Orthopedics, every member of the team aims to help patients return to their normal daily activities or playing the sport they love without pain. Whether it's your knee, hip, or shoulder, the physicians at Martin Orthopedics stand ready to assist. For more information or to set up your consult. Online, go to martinortho.care. Eat My Catfish is finally back open for business in the Breckenridge Village Shopping Center starting Tuesday, and you're invited to help celebrate this special grand reopening as the zone broadcasts live from there. There'll be a ribbon cutting, door prizes, giveaways, and a chance to win a catering valued at $250. It's a celebration that you won't want to miss. It's the zone at Eat My Catfish at Breckenridge on Tuesday. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing.
4: They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring.
5: And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention.
4: In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus...
5: Our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See shelter agent Paul Griffin in Monticello,
4: Sam
0: Ecklin in Star City, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff.
2: Custody, guardianships, adoptions. For any family matter, hire the Lions. There's no one better to protect your pride than our pride of legal Lions exceptional communication and exceptional results in both the negotiating room and the courtroom lion legal the legal pride of arkansas call 227 roar and lion legal will
4: come roaring to the rescue 1037 the buzz is your home for arkansas razorback basketball coverage is brought to you by red river ford lion legal malvern national bank and genesis of conway
0: Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network.
1: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports You're on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. And thanks again to Fence Brokers, Chris and the Gang. Now, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, and that is the fact that we welcome Guatney Chevrolet to Drive Time Sports. And I have known the folks at Guatney back before I even got out of college back in the early, early 70s. So I have had a long running experience with Guatney Chevrolet. When old Dub was around and some of the other Bill Guatney, some of the other great people who made Gwadney Chevrolet what it was. They've been in business since 1957 and to this day remains the premier family-owned Chevrolet dealership. Simple to find, easy access right off of 16767, the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville under that huge American flag. And what you'll find is award-winning sales and service. They have got something that is really cool. It's the owner's clinic after the sale, in which they will bring you back for dinner to help you learn a little bit more about all the bells and whistles of your new ride. And if you need to take advantage, such as in the morning, the convenient Saturday service hours from 7 a.m. to noon, this is the place to go. I recently took my vehicle in there and I can only tell you it was outstanding. That's Guatney Chevrolet Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. That's Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Chevrolet find new roads.
0: Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers going the extra mile.
6: Good afternoon, Kevin. Randy, good afternoon. Uh, uh, nice. Happy Friday and snowy, rainy. Uh, it's a way to finish the week, right? Absolutely,
2: absolutely. But, a, but Saturday, it's one way to so, do it. Hey, people can get to the game
1: Saturday. The weather's going to be fine. That's you need yep. to say that. Yep. Kevin, I'm, I'm I'm I have to be careful of some of the terms, some of the things, words that I use with Rick because he is so quick to chastise me. Are you going to score the basketball today? No, no, not yet. <laughs> okay. But. Uh, I can't say this is a must-win game because Rick would. It's important, um, but not must-win. But, but it's important. I'm going to call it huge. How about that? Huge, huge game, simply because maybe not in the big picture, uh, ultimately of the final standings for the SEC or seedings for the SEC tournament. Right now, they're trying to get back into the picture. But maybe as a, let's just say it, let's get back on the bubble uh, to get into the NCAA tournament. But to me, more than that, Kevin, this is a mental game, in my opinion, for Arkansas because they've gotten off to such rugged starts, what is the last three years in a row to begin the SEC? Uh, So to me, this makes it huge. Didn't say must win,
6: but close. Yeah, you know, it's funny you said last three years. The last time Arkansas won its SEC opener was against Auburn on the road three years ago. Arkansas promptly came home, got smacked around by Missouri, and the team was off to a two and four start in league play. It's 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 almost forgotten that they would actually won the opener. They haven't mm. won an opener in league play since. Uh, so tomorrow's an opportunity to do that against an Auburn team. Arkansas's four and one against Auburn. In their last five meetings but we know this is a different arkansas team uh so far has not emerged when you start looking at defense i mean that's where to me if any team under nelsman has an identity it's defensively uh that that really has not emerged yet uh 13 games in we know they've had rough starts in league play and they didn't have everything figured out at those junctures either uh, but you've already lost four games. Typically, when they're coming out of non-conference play, the max has been two losses. So there's not a lot of wiggle room. I agree with you. I wouldn't call it a must win, but you you must start to show some signs of life because you're not even on the bubble right now for the Arkansas Razorbacks. And nobody envisioned that going into league play. When this whole thing got underway in early November, when Arkansas was ranked 14th nationally and started off 3-0, Um, And, you know, we know what's happened since. So the good news is Arkansas has won five of its last six games. When you look at it from an efficiency standpoint, Randy, I've written a lot about it. I've talked about it. Shooting defensively and offensively, Arkansas is nearly ten points or better in some cases when you look at two-point field goals and three-point field goal percentages in these last five wins. And that includes Duke. You're playing at home again. Well, you've shown at home you can beat good teams. It wasn't just Duke. I go back to Purdue. No, it didn't count, but that had a that had a, a league. I mean, Zach Painter, the head coach of Purdue, told me what the, after that game it felt like a Big Ten game to him, a road game. Every both teams were trying to win. They were f- fully loaded. That they were, you know, neither team came in there short-handed, and so I, I'll use that as an example. But Arkansas has shown that it can win, beat, you know, really good opponents on its home court. I think the next step obviously will be learning how to win away from home, which Arkansas will have to figure that out because you got a two-game road swing coming up after Auburn. But let's focus on Auburn for a minute. you got to win that one. I don't I, Again, must win. I would agree I wouldn't use that phraseology, but I will say uh, Arkansas really, you know, if, if it's going to uh, – I don't know how much of a rough start league play, say it this way, that it can take on and, st- and then still have a viable path to be an NCAA tournament team. And so you've got a great opportunity at home to get off on the right foot this year and start out with a win, and that's a quad one win, by the way. Auburn's top 15 in net. If Arkansas were to win that game, uh, now the resume two and three in quad one games. Stanford's had a couple of big wins. has moved inside the top 100 in net. That. that all of a sudden is Arkansas's first result of the season in quad two. So you could start to see some things maybe going Arkansas's way, but Arkansas, the Razorbacks need to really get a, a win against Auburn uh, and, and get off on the right foot in league play.
2: Well, we know preseason predictions mean nothing, but the Razorbacks were picked what third in the conference, and that means they were highly regarded. And in order to be in the conference race, you got to win most or all at home, including against a good team. So it's not so much that Auburn's good or it's the conference opener; it's it's really defending the home court. Because as you mentioned, the next two games are on the road. If you split, if you win the first at home and split those, then you're off to a great start in the league.
6: Agreed. And, you know, this has been, a, you know, it's an Arkansas team that, um, again, at home, at home, there's the loss to Greensboro. So we, we can't ignore that. We, we know they can be beaten above Ball Arena this year because uh, it's already happened and it didn't happen against the opponent that you probably think Arkansas should have beaten. Um, but then I, I go back to previous games. And Arkansas has not been perfect in winning. Uh, we know that. But the 16-point win coming off of that against Wilmington, that was a dangerous opponent. It had already gone on the road and, and upset Kentucky, a ranked Kentucky team, a top-ten Kentucky team now. It was 12th ranked when they upset them, but also a team that was really good on the road. Had a really, uh, I think, 5-1 and one coming in to that Arkansas game. and The Hogs had their largest winning margin. You have to go back to game two and the win over Gargan Webb. That, that the 16-point win over Wilmington was Arkansas. So Arkansas's been got some momentum in, on some levels. Again, five wins out of the last six. Uh, it's not like Arkansas's kind of limping into this game, wounded or, you know, uh, playing really bad basketball. Conversely, Arkansas has not been very good in the hustle categories. I mean, it was all Arkansas could do to get draws and offensive rebounds, steals, turnovers and and all of that against Wilmington. Now you're playing teams that are more athletic, bigger, more depth, more talent. I mean, this is high major basketball. So you've got to find a way to, to hold your owner better if you can. Um, on both ends of the floor in those hustle departments. I think that's been the biggest issue for this team, whether it was losing three out of four, even these five out of six wins, Arkansas still struggles in those areas.
1: Kevin, when you look at Baylor's... uh, Baylor. If you look at uh, Auburn's schedule, they opened with Baylor and lost that game. Uh, Yes. But you look at their schedule overall, Auburn's schedule overall, Uh, They played St. Bonaventure. That used to be a decent program. Notre Dame, uh, since uh, Mike, uh, he retired. Bray. Bray. Since he's retired, I'm not sure Notre Dame is at the same level they were previously. No. Virginia Tech, uh, Auburn handled them handily by 17. Uh, The Giant Killer is all of a sudden becoming App State. They lost to App State 69-64. Now, the game was at App State, which raises the question. That had to be a payback in some way. Rolled easily over Indiana. Uh, The rest of these games, uh, maybe Southern Cal, but then they beat Mm -hmm. Southern Cal by 16. Um, But yet, when you look – forget those numbers to a degree. When you look at what Auburn is doing, regardless of the competition – they're averaging right at 85 points a game. The number that concerns me is the points that Auburn is allowing, 66.7, yeah. which tells me Arkansas might find itself in some really tough situations. Here we go, Rick, trying to score the basketball.
6: <laughs> just Auburn's just plus score. 18. And scoring margin. You went through some of the teams that, Arkansas, wow. that Auburn beat, and they beat them. They really put the beat down on some teams. They did lose to Baylor. They lost to App State. Those were close games. But that plus 18.1 scoring difference ranks 13th in the country in Division One, Randy. Um, so it's a good basketball. It's a veteran team, and most of the guys, uh, they, they brought a lot of guys back, guys that have been playing for years. Um, and then, you, you know, you got some key pieces out of the portal. But here, I I think Arkansas, when you look at Auburn, they're top 20. When you look at KenPom.com, efficiency ratings, both offensive, defense, top 20 in both. It's 10th in KenPom overall, 15th in that, 25th ranked in the polls. The polls seem to be a little bit behind based on what the analytics are saying. But everybody's got a. it's a different season now. This is SEC play. Um, I don't – as well as Auburn's played in games, I don't know that it's going to come in – to Fayetteville and, and have that kind of margin. I think Bud Walton Arena adds an element, and every opportunity that Arkansas plays is an advantage. Uh, doesn't mean they're going to win every game in BWA, but I do think that uh, I think this is a close. Uh, you know, uh, you know, there may be some folks that, that think Auburn's, you know, can't miss here, but I don't. I think I, I actually give a slight edge to Arkansas because it's a home game. I might, I might have mentioned that earlier in the week, but I, I think it's advantage Arkansas, not by much. I'm not predicting a surefire win, but I think going into it, I feel better about
1: Arkansas's championship. All right, when we come back, Kevin, let's talk about key matchups in this game. One of the key matchups, in my opinion, is going to be matching up with Johnny Broom, since Arkansas loves to play man-to-man. Yeah. But we'll talk about that in a moment. That is Kevin McPherson, known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Thanks to... Fence brokers.
5: Ever wanted to watch our beautiful faces while you also listen to your favorite shows on the Buzz? Now you can.
7: All your favorite Buzz shows are streaming live on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages. 1037 The Buzz, your multimedia fun and game station.
5: Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. When you're in the market for a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram, we hope you give us a chance to earn your business. Here's some things to consider. Fletcher Dodge has been family owned dealer here in Sherwood for over 25 years. We know how to take care of our customers to keep them coming back. Every Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram dealer pays the same price for their vehicles, it's the dealer that makes the difference. We'll give you the best deal up front. No haggling, no arguing. We make it easy to buy a new vehicle and we'll pay you more for your trade in. Compare our deal to anybody's and you'll buy from us. Come see us today for the deal of a lifetime on new Dodge Chrysler, Jeep or Ram. At Frank Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. We want to be your dealer for life. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for and we'll make you a deal. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Impressive, powerful,
0: aerodynamic, thrilling, and unforgettable. All words to describe Saracen's January giveaway vehicle, Nissan's exciting 400Z. Play at Saracen all this month for your chance to win an incredible Z car from Welch Nissan. Winning is as easy as simply playing Saracen's games. Take the short 40-minute ride down to Saracen Casino Resort. It's Little Rock's closest place to play, and it's the only place in Arkansas to win a fabulous Z car.
4: Saracen Casino Resort
0: problem? Call 800 522 4700. At Eat My Catfish,
7: fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish.
4: Hey, it's Brooke here, and at Chris Crane Hyundai, we've got a huge selection of pre-loved vehicles like never before. Late models loaded with new technology? Check. Payments to fit any budget? Check. Silverado, Civics, Broncos, and more? Check. 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 Thanks. that love to say yes? You know it.
0: Our pre-loved inventory has never been better than now. Come visit your friends at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway and online at chriscranehyundai.com.
5: Check out River City Flooring in Monmouth at their huge new showroom on Monmouth Boulevard, just off 4.30.
0: Sonica Searcy welcomes Randy and Drive Time Sports to Harding University Tuesday afternoon to help celebrate the Bisons National Championship. The celebration starts at 6.30 in the Huckabee Fieldhouse. Meet the players, tour the practice facility, and much more Tuesday evening at Harding University. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network.
1: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. you on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. We'll be rejoined by Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson in just a few moments. Now talking with Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. And you promised and you delivered, did you not? Maybe <laughs> the line concerning the Auburn-Arkansas game... Maybe you delivered a little bit earlier than some may have expected.
7: Yeah, I mean, it it started coming out, and uh, I was looking around. I'm like, heck, if if I I let somebody beat me to the punch and put it out, one of the national operators, I'm like, I'm not going to let that happen again. So I went ahead and pushed it out. And, uh, yeah, it came out in Arkansas plus three and a half at Bud Walton Arena versus the number 25-ranked Auburn Tigers. So that's when it came out. And the over and under is at 157.5. That is live on the site, ready for you to bet. And then, of course, we've got the double R special props for this game. We I think we had a record for basketball this year. We hit the most of them on the last game. So let's see if we can carry that over to uh, tomorrow.
1: Now, I see one on here that I'm not sure I have seen. Most have been plus, this case, minus. Keon minifield over nine and a half points and over 0.5 3, point, uh, three pointers made minus yep. 170
7: yep so that, that you know that's what the odds came out as I will double check that one but yeah uh, when they when the risk management priced that and looked at that that's what they that's what they did um, and that's what they did on the research when they priced it so I'll make sure they didn't make a mistake on that one but uh, yeah, I'll take a look at that one because that that one's kind of hot off the press too.
1: And the other aspect that hasn't changed since it first I think it was first posted, at least the mm-hmm. first time I saw it. That is Neil, and that is the NCAA championship game Monday night, the college football playoff championship game. Washington, Michigan, Michigan is held steady minus four and a half. With the over under at fifty six and a half
7: yep, and uh you know that I don't see that line moving a whole lot between now and uh, and Monday unless you know unless an injury uh, news comes out there on that, so uh yeah, going into the weekend with pretty solid uh pretty solid uh, uh, consensus on these lines, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. I'm looking forward to the game on monday night and uh, and uh, can't wait to get the rest of the props out. They'll probably release those on Sunday.
1: And there are some huge NFL matchups this week with playoffs, it seems like, involving every game that could be up for grabs.
7: Yeah, every just about every game has some meaning to the playoff scenarios this week. Um, and I think there's five playoff spots left that have to be decided. And then we've got a lot of feeding that has to be decided uh, on uh, Saturday and Sunday. So... Yeah, it's going to be an interesting week with the NFL. It's a tough one this week to me uh, on this one, but uh, that's why we play the games, because if all the results were with the lines we put them on, it wouldn't be too much fun betting.
1: All right, this question real quick, and then we'll let you go. Uh, This from Mary, by way of the Gangster Museum of America, Life, and Feedback. This may be the mafia involved with her question. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) says, is it permitted for college players to bet on games they play in if they use their own NIL funds?
7: Absolutely not. If you are a member of a, of a, of a team uh, or a coach or a manager of a team, you are not allowed to bet uh, per NCAA rules and per our house rules. We do not let anybody that's associated with any collegiate or pro-athletic uh, uh, bet on their own sport uh, at all. And of course, you must be 21 or older to bet on Betsaras.
1: There you go. You got your answer, Mary. All right. This is Neil Atkinson. Neil, have a great weekend. We will talk with you on Tuesday. At least I will. I think you'll probably right. be talking on Monday with Ray, but nevertheless, have a great weekend. That's Neil Atkinson, betsarason.com. Better yet, go to the App Store and get the app and uh, start having some fun. And let's do this again. To honor
0: now let's go to arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst kevin Scoop mcpherson for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball made possible by fence brokers fence brokers going the
1: extra mile all right kevin right before the break i kind of teased you with yep. uh, the matchup question and that is johnny broom is going to give, I believe, Arkansas maybe some fits on the inside. That front court's going to be challenged, but let's talk about matchups in general for this game coming up with Auburn.
6: Yeah, Jani Broome, uh, Jalen Williams, who's been around, I guess it's his fifth year at Auburn. Uh, they're two front line guys that are leading scorers. Broome can defend the rim. He'll block some shots. He's got good crapping skill, can face up. Uh, both of those guys are wily, and this is why. I mean, I think Arkansas's front line, when you look at it from start to from from start to finish through non-conference play, has probably been underwhelming. I think that that's easy to say. You had you know Trevor and Brazil coming back from an in the injury, then he dealt with the ankle injury after at the end of the firming game, and before and somewhere in between there he had three double doubles, including nineteen, eleven, and two against Duke in that big win. Arkansas won that game, by the way, without Jamar Mark. I think Arkansas's front line led by Brazil is going to have to step up. Brazil had a bit of a bounce back game in this last outing, 12 points, led the team with eight rebounds, 33 minutes. Hadn't done a whole lot the three prior games as he you know, effectively played on an ankle that he had sprained and I guess was trying to get back to 100%. We didn't get a lot of word on where he was percentage-wise, but he could look at his impact in his minutes and tell that he wasn't himself um, and then Jalen Graham's played well of late. Ten and a half points in Arkansas's last four games. He's shooting seventy five percent from the field, seventy five percent from the free throw line, which is a big deal for him because he, you know, typically not a very good free throw shooter. So I say those two guys name, Blair Lawson, be up and down, but help the Hogs. Makai Mitchell's a veteran guy. Been in the starting lineup most of last year. Has had you know some good games this season, but collectively it's just not been consistently good. I think Arkansas's front line is going to answer the challenge, and this is why I give Arkansas a slight edge. As good as Denai Broom and Jalen Williams, uh, they, they bring the other big man that's been around forever, Carwell, off the bench. They, they go a true two-deep rotation, guys. Ten guys averaging double-digit minutes factoring in. But I think Arkansas's front line is going to answer the challenge, and I give a slight edge to Arkansas's backcourt wing players in this game anyway. Um, but I, I think it starts with Brazil. I think keep an eye on him. This could be, a, 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 you know, this will be, by the way, his first SEC game since he played at Missouri. I think a lot of eyes are on him. He's still protected as a first-round pick, and uh, despite his numbers, you know, he's averaging just, just under 10 points per game, but his efficiency's been there. We know what his versatility is as a face-up shooter. He needs to be a little tougher, play, play with more physicality. I'm not saying he's going to have it all solved by Saturday, by tomorrow. But I think we might just see one of his better performances, and I think that's going to help Arkansas have a slight edge in this game playing at home. I'm not going to go as like I said. I'm not going to go as far as 100% predict a win, but I think Arkansas is going to be in a competitive game down to the wire, and I think I give an edge to Arkansas in that scenario.
1: Kevin, what do you? I mean, do you feel like Brazil is 100% recovered from this ankle injury he had a couple of weeks ago? he doesn't seem to be the same player
6: well i think you can combine that with being out for a year with the knee i think you already have some mental challenges to 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 not overcompensate or to you know play your full athleticism at your best we saw moments of that where it's like yeah this guy's fully recovered and then you turn an ankle and you don't know what that does to somebody's psyche i mean here's a guy Mm -hmm. again that's looking at a potential first round pick and you're in your so you throw that into the mix as well. You, you you may have some doubt about how much you can go full full out uh, because you don't want to get hurt even again and make things worse. Then you've got the uh, this notion that, hey, not only would anybody feel that way, but I'm also a guy that might be a first-round pick, so you might not want to risk some things. So I just don't know what's going through his mind. I just can go and speculate a little bit on some of the factors surrounding it. But I do think it was obvious that, Uh, He was a guy that was starting to get some double-doubles, starting to have more of an impact, starting to be a little more consistent. The problem was Arkansas did lose three out of four games there and then wrapped up with a big win. And you thought, okay, here he goes again. And then the end of the Furman game, boom, he sprains the ankle.
1: All right, Kevin, we look forward to hearing from you next week. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoops scoop courtesy of hogville.net. Special thanks goes out to fence brokers and our friend Chris Walker. It's a new year. Welcome to 2024, man. Low T Center can make it a great one for
0: you. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, maybe you've noticed a lack of motivation and drive, a little weight gain here and there, a little loss of muscle mass. These could all be signs of low testosterone levels, fellas. At Low T Center, they
6: make it easy. All you've got to do is commit. You can get your levels checked. It's simple. It's a simple blood test with their on site lab. you